1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: I got the Washington Commanders three blue-chip defenders on day one. Wasn't magic. It's just mock draft Monday. That and more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Commanders,
1: your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome into this episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day, And thanks so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you can continue this conversation with me by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders today and sign up to be an insider. You will get news analysis, one-on-one conversations with me directly via text message. No hashtags, no apps, no nothing, just your phone, my phone texting back and forth, talking ball, talking Washington Commanders during the day, during the weekend, during practices, games, press conferences, all of that. Uh, a lot of stuff going on over there. So come on over, join in on the fun again. Become a Locked On Commanders insider at joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders and text me today. I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media, covering the Washington Commanders for CommanderCountry.com, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. And I'm here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers and everydayers, I always appreciate your continued support for the show, and I do to this day. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. On today's episode, we are going to take a look at CBS Sports' latest mock draft that projects a Washington Commander's trade in the first round. But first, we're going to look at three different trade ideas as a result of our own mock draft Monday this week, because we're going to get a little bit defensive here as we arrive to Indianapolis, Indiana. You can see my Airbnb behind me, beautiful uh, backdrop of a skyline of a city. I'm not sure which city it is, to be quite honest with you. But uh, anyway, this is these are our digs for the week, so your next five or so episodes uh, will look like. This one, But here today, we're going to get defensive in this mock draft Monday. I'm not defending my own takes, my own opinions, or even the topics that we discuss on this show that aren't actually opinions, but still get reactions like they are. No, we're going to dive into a scenario pool of what would happen if Washington shocks the entire NFL world in the first round of the NFL draft. And instead of going quarterback, offensive tackle, wide receiver, what if they go defense? Now, this is presented to me by an insider who pointed out that everyone thought Washington would hire young offensive coach, Ben Johnson and they went older instead, and went defensive with Dan Quinn. Everyone also assumed that if it was a defensive coach, it would be a first time head coach yet. They went retread. So the Washington commanders have already kind of been doing things their own way, not really playing into everybody's expectations this season. And I think that if you steer into that theme of the off season coming, you, you, you keep the surprises coming. You keep a defensive coach getting a defensive player to start his new tenure. Remember I'm adding this to the, to the scenario. Adam Peters comes from a team, the San Francisco 49ers, that by and large have been as successful as they have over the past handful of years, mostly because of their defense. Now, I don't want to throw any shade on Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon I.U., Trent Williams, guys like that. Certainly a very talented offense. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of the times when the heavy lifting needs to get done, they lean on their defense over the last past few years you know what i mean uh and also looking at the draft history starting back in 2017 when adam peters joined kyle shanahan john lynch in san francisco five of their seven drafts the first player selected was a defensive player if you look at dan quinn four of his first four of his five first round picks as the head coach as a head coach already this uh his career have been defensive players so there is a little bit of a pattern here for these personnel these gms and these head coaches taking defensive players so i wanted to dive into the thought i thought it was very interesting. But I wanted to do it in three ways. I didn't want to just do it one way. I wanted to do it in three ways. I want to look at the top three defenders in this year's NFL draft in three different position groups, right? So we've all been focused on quarterback. That's one offensive position group. We've also been talking offensive tackle. That's another offensive position group. And we've talked a lot about, specifically, Marvin Harrison Jr. on day one. Fans are mocking him to the Washington Commanders number two. A lot of people want the commanders to roll with Sam Howell, maybe get a free agent, maybe trade for Justin Fields, and then draft Marvin Harrison Jr. number two, join him up with Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson, Deami Brown, maybe Curtis Samuel in the mix, right? All that stuff. So we've been talking predominantly about three. Uh, Brock Bowers has been in there a little bit, tight end, right? But predominantly, it's been three position groups on the offensive side. of The boss was like, let's talk about the top three defensive position groups in the NFL. If you look at the NFL draft, if you look at Daniel Jeremiah's top 50 as it stands right now, uh, cornerback Terry Arnold out of Alabama is the top cornerback on his board. On his list of top 50, I should say, edge rusher Dallas Turner, also out of Alabama, is the top rated edge rusher on Daniel Jeremiah's top 50. And linebacker Edger and Cooper is the top linebacker on DJ's top 50. Now, that's they're not the top three defensive players, right? There's a couple of DBs, uh, a couple of edge players and all that stuff before Edger and Cooper, who comes in at number 20. But each of those three position groups, those are the top targets, uh, according to Daniel Jeremiah right now. In those groups now, Terry and Arnold out of Alabama, DJ ex, ex, or, uh, compares him or, or describes him rather uh, as, as in having ideal size for a cornerback. He's at the ideal speed, ideal instincts. Can play outside, can play nickel, effective in press coverage, effective in off man coverage. Uh, number six overall prospect on DJ's top fifty list, so very highly rated uh, cornerback there. In Terry and Terry Arnold, edge rusher Dallas Turner also out of Alabama is the number ten player on DJ's top fifty, so another. Uh, Very highly touted player. Uh, DJ describes Dallas Turner as long, athletic, edge player, intriguing skill set as a pass rusher and a quick first step. And then linebacker Edger Cooper, DJ's top linebacker in this year's class coming out of Texas A&M, the number 20th overall rated player uh, by Daniel Jeremiah. Long, rangy linebacker, excellent speed and coverage ability, comfortable and manned, and an explosive blitzer. So those ranking spots are right, number six, number 10, number 20, respectively, don't necessarily project where the player is going to get drafted. right? So it's not DJ saying that Terry and Arnold's going to be the number six overall player, uh, you know, at Dallas Turner is going to be drafted. Number 10, Edger Cooper is going to be drafted 20th uh, overall. But according to mock draft database, Terry and Arnold, number one cornerback in this year's class is going as high as number eight in expert mock drafts right now. Now this is not PFF average draft position. This is, what mock draft database does, they go through CBS Sports, ESPN, The Athletic, NFL Network, all these guys. And they basically compile all the data, give them an average grade. And then they show you also where the latest mock drafts have these players going. And right now, Terry Arnold, uh, again, cornerback out of Alabama, is going as high as number eight overall. Uh, Dallas Turner, edge rusher out of Alabama, is also going as high as number eight overall to the Atlanta Falcons. And then Edron Cooper is actually going as high as number 20. Now, Edron's an interesting prospect here because he's also got some day two buzz right like he's an off-ball linebacker for one and off-ball linebackers have kind of a diminished value in today's game so there's that but also he's not kind of viewed to be this like generational off-ball linebacker way like Devin White was when he came out of LSU and things like that so he's going around number 20 at the highest but he is actually getting some day two buzz as well so drafting him anywhere in the first round could be considered by some uh, to be at least a little bit of a reach but those are your three top defensive players so what I wanted to do is I want to orchestrate a mock draft where the Washington commanders draft each of these guys. So they target each of these guys in, in day one, not together. Cause you're not going to get, well, I mean, I guess you could in theory, if you want to get crazy, but realistically, you're not going to get three first round draft picks when you only have one to start. Um, but I want to do a mock draft to get one guy, then the other, then the other. So that's how I went about doing this. That's how I got Washington commanders, three blue chip players on day one, not on the same day one, but, all of them on day one, right? Again, a little bit of mock draft magic. So I'm going to share the results with my mock drafts as well as an insider mock draft with you. Coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we'll do that today. Thanks to our friends over at FanDuel who want you to get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel or with FanDuel. America's number one sports book because right now, New customers, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your first $5 bet wins. The New York Knicks hold the NBA's biggest spread projection on Monday and are expected to beat the Toronto Raptors by 11.5 points in NBA action. But it is the Eastern Conference's Boston Celtics who are plus 230 favorites to win the NBA Finals this year with the Denver Nuggets of the Western Conference carrying the second-highest odds at plus 440. Meanwhile... If you're looking for Super Bowl futures, the San Francisco 49ers are the current favorites to win Super Bowl 59 with a plus 500 line. And the Kansas City Chiefs are favorites in the AFC with a plus 650 line to win it all for a third straight season. So Super Bowl, NBA, doesn't matter. Bet on all your favorite players, your favorite teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to shoot your shot. FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Continuing on now today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Thanks for making Locked On Commanders your first listener, first view today and every day. Every day is make sure you come back tomorrow. I am here in Indianapolis. It's it's Sunday as I'm recording this. There is nothing happening at the Combine. Monday, Combine interviews with... uh, with, with coaches and GMs start Tuesday. So yes, I am here a little bit early. I'm going to spend some time in Indianapolis with my family before the Scouting Combine festivities get going. But we will have another episode, another position group uh, preview coming your way. Insiders are going to tell me what position they want. And that's what we're going to go over. Uh, for our Tuesday episode. So come back for tomorrow. For, come back for that tomorrow. Also, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 7, covering the top sports stories of the day with your local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever live national 24 7 streaming channel. Uh, all right, getting into this mock draft Monday episode here on Locked On Commanders, like I said, Three defensive players, right? So not only am I going to steer into the idea presented to me by an insider, what if the Washington Commanders surprise everybody? Don't go quarterback. Don't go offensive tackle. Don't go wide receiver. Actually go defensive. And then again, look at Dan Quinn's history uh, with his organizations as a head coach drafting. They're typically drafting defensive players in the first round or with their first pick at least. San San Francisco 49ers, since Adam Peters, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan arrived in 2017, also doing that the majority of the time, taking defensive players with their first picks, not offensive players. So just a little bit of interesting again, it's mo- mostly anecdotal, right? That's not, that's not information that you should point to and say, aha, the, the Washington Bears are absolutely going to go defensive, but it is an interesting topic, uh, an interesting prospect to uh, our interesting idea scenario to cover here. And I didn't want to just give it one. All right. We grabbed guy defensive first. Okay. That's out of the way. Now let's do just a regular mock draft Monday. Now. So I wanted to, so I wanted to flesh this out for you guys a little bit, right? So we identified our three top defensive players in the NFL draft, uh, in each position group, right? So this isn't holistic or, or, or sequential, but just in each of their groups. So cornerback Terry Arnold is Daniel Jeremiah's top corner. Uh, and then again, uh, edge rusher, Dallas Turner is the top edge. Linebacker, Edron Cooper is the top linebacker. So what could a Terry and Arnold mock draft look like? And to probably nobody's surprise, we're not going to take Terry Arnold number two overall, no shade to him, but we feel like we can get him a little bit later. Like I said, he's falling right now to around the number eight position, which belongs to the Atlanta Falcons currently. So in this mock trade situation, and again, we're, we're going to go, we're really just going draft charts, right? I'm not going to get too much into the inflation and into the quarterback bounty and all that stuff. Certainly that's going to be there. I'm just giving you, I'm going to call it the at least payment, right? So for number two, the Washington commanders have number two, they trade back to number eight, the Atlanta Falcons are going to pay at least number eight overall this year, number 74 overall this year, and a 2025 first-round pick next year. So that's not accounting for, again, that quarterback inflation and all this other stuff. That is a bare minimum. You're getting a first-round pick, you're getting a third-round pick, and you're getting another first-round pick to move up or for Washington to move back six spots. Certainly we'll get more, but at minimum, that's what we're working with here. And with that number eight overall pick, we take cornerback Terry and Arnold out of Alabama and we get that second or we get that defensive player to start this mock draft Monday, number 36. We're coming back. We're actually going to go quarterback JJ McCarthy out of Michigan and put a little asterisk here. Why is there an asterisk here? Because I figure if you're coming into the NFL draft with only Sam Howell, that means you did not go trade for Justin Fields. You didn't sign Russell Wilson. You didn't sign Kirk cousins. You didn't do any of this stuff. So you're probably still looking at a quarterback. You, if you don't go quarterback right off the bat, you're probably still looking to add some quarterback depth at a minimum. So number 36, we're going to take quarterback JJ McCarthy. However, the asterisk is there because we may not even have pick number 36 because in this timeline, this dimension, whatever you want to call it, number 36 may not even be Washington pick. and may be a Chicago pick for Justin Fields, right? Or maybe Russell Wilson is there and we're going somewhere completely different for 36. So uh, just, just a little bit of an asterisk there uh, just to keep that in mind, right? And that's really going to kind of flow through the rest of it, but the only, this is really the only time we're going to dive into it, okay? Number 40, comeback, offensive tackle, Jordan Morgan out of Arizona. Number 68, we're taking linebacker, Junior Colson out of Michigan. Number 74, edge, Gabriel Murphy out of UCLA. Number 101, we're taking center, C- Cedric Van Praan out of Georgia. So we get our corner to start. We grab a quarterback, a tackle, linebacker, edge rusher, and uh, a center. We're hitting some very key areas of the roster here uh, in this mock draft. So that's our first position or our first defensive player-specific mock draft of the evening don't go anywhere though we're going to talk Dallas Turner now and we're going to look at the mock draft that we got for Dallas Turner now again Alabama edge rusher Dallas Turner Daniel Jeremiah's top edge rusher in this year's class uh again projected right now about as high as number 8 so again we're trained with the Atlanta Falcons and I didn't need to reinvent the wheel right so again Washington Commanders move back from number 2 they get at least number 8 number 74 and a 2025 first from Atlanta uh the edge rusher Dallas Turner is there at number eight. So we go ahead and pull the trigger on him. Number 36, we're actually going to go Jordan Morgan here from Arizona again, but we're going to do it earlier. We don't go the quarterback uh, route this time. So in this scenario, maybe we got a Russell Wilson or, you know, I don't know how you get Justin Fields without losing one of those second round picks. But hey, you know, that's the the magic of of mock drafts. Number 40, tight end, Jatavian Sanders out of Texas. Number 67, edge rusher, Braylon Trice out of Washington. Number 75, linebacker, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. out of Clemson. number one hundred one. Center Cedric Van Praan out of Georgia. So, twice now we go Cedric Van Praan in this mock. And here we go edge twice. We get Dallas Turner right there at the top, but then we also get Braylon Trice out of Washington to join KJ Henry, to join Andre, Andre Jones Jr. And who knows, maybe Casey Two James Smith Williamsley, who we bring back here this offseason. And then finally, we have the Edger and Cooper mock draft. And this time we're not trading back with the Atlanta Falcons. We're actually only trading back to number four with the Arizona Cardinals. But Edron Cooper right now is going around number 20, right? So we don't need that fourth pick to take Edron Cooper. So this trade here, you're trading number two. You're going to the Arizona Cardinals. You're getting number four and number 27 this year. That's two first-round picks in the same year, and you're getting number 71. And again, that's an at least. Now, the Arizona Cardinals in this scenario, they trade up and actually take a wide receiver. So I don't know how much of an inflation you're going to get. But again, we're just going off of the, the trade value charts here. So at least number four, number 27, number 71. In exchange for number two. With that number four overall pick, we went quarterback Jaden Daniels. He's the he's the best quarterback left on the board. So we go quarterback Jaden Daniels. And you might be thinking, but Dave, you said we're going defensive player on day one. And I did. We're all going defensive player on day one. So that trade was intended to target Edgar Cooper. We did target Andrew Cooper, but we're getting him at number 27 as the as as a first round linebacker coming out of Texas A&M maybe I'm cheating I don't know guys but we're not taking Edron Cooper at number eight we're not taking Edron Cooper at number four and I was like you know what I either got to trade for two first round picks or I got to trade back in the first round and then trade up into this and in, back into the first round to get Edron either way I'm not taking Edron Cooper in the top 10 right so Edron Cooper number 27 here that's how we get that top linebacker on Dan Jeremiah's board number 36 we stay defense we go rush or chop Robinson 40, we go center Zach Frazier out of West Virginia. 67, our only wide receiver taken in this trio of mock drafts. We're going Xavier Leggett out of South Carolina, six foot three, six foot four tall, uh, kind of dude. Number 71, we're going off to tackle Patrick Paul out of Houston, brother of Chris Paul. And we're at number 101, we're going tight end Cade Stover out of Ohio State. So a little bit of a different flavor there, a little bit of different flavor all across these. The three mocks, here's how they all turn out edger and cooper mock draft we get a quarterback in there in the first round but we also get edger and cooper dallas turner mock draft we don't get a quarterback in the draft at all but we get two edge rushers terry and arnold mock draft we get a quarterback in the second round or we traded that for justin Fields uh, at, at another time in the offseason. however uh that whole thing plays out we also had an insider accept this challenge so one insider presented the scenario another insider also attacked the scenario and insider rob went A little bit deeper on this than I did traded number two overall pick to New England for number three, 35, 67 and a future first. Then he traded number three to the Raiders for number 13, 45, 109 and another 2025 first round draft pick. So he turned number two into number 13, 35, 45, 67, 109 and two future first round draft picks. Now, I don't know how realistic that is, but I love the bounty. Uh, that you get there. Jane Daniels is probably a Patriot, and Drake May is probably a Raider because that makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, Rob went full seven rounds in his mock following this, but we're only going to go over three rounds here on the show because right now that's all we're doing on the show is three rounds. Right, thirteen. He got himself edge rusher Dallas Turner. So boom, we get the defensive player right off the bat. Number thirty-four tackle Jordan Morgan. Number thirty-five tackle Kingsley Suamatia. Suamatia. I'm I'm getting better at pronouncing. I swear. Out of BYU. 41, linebacker Liatu, Liatu Latu. 45, center Jackson Powers Johnson. 66, Tyron Ho- Hopper, the linebacker out of Missouri. Number 67, tight end Jatavian Sanders out of Texas. Number 94, quarterback Sam Hartman out of Notre Dame. Number 98, running back Jonathan Brooks out of Texas. And we still got three rounds left, four rounds left, actually, uh, by the time we get to the end of this part of Rob's mock draft. So good job, Rob. That was, that was that was masterful, man. If that could actually happen, that is one heck of a class and a whole lot of picks. Uh, to turn number two into. So a lot of fun. So thank you to the insiders who, again, there was multiple insiders that kind of brought these different scenarios. Going defense first was certainly one of those scenarios that was fairly common. So thank you to the insiders who presented those scenarios. Thank you to Rob for for participating in that. Thank you to all of you, of course, for sharing your thoughts on all these mock drafts or these ideas down here in the comments and in text messages as insiders. But we're going to cover a CBS sports mock draft that also has a Washington Commanders trade in it. Coming up next on today's episode of Lockdown Commanders, part of the On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Maybe you go for a run. Maybe you take a nap. Maybe you read a book. Maybe you show up for a friend in need. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, more time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and then make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters most to you so that you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, it's flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com. Closing to out today's episode of Locked On, Commanders now with a mock draft from CBS Sports' Tom Fernelli. Uh, and Tom comes through here. It's a first-round mock draft, but it's interesting because there are multiple drafts here uh, in the mock draft. And he has a Washington Commanders trading out of the number two spot. Uh, and in order to do so, they trade with the Atlanta Falcons. So it might sound a little bit familiar because we just did some trading with the Atlanta Falcons. Now, in Tom Fernelli's mock draft, the Chicago Bears do take Caleb Williams number one overall. Uh, with the number two overall pick, the Washington Commanders trade with the Atlanta Falcons. Tom doesn't really have to give a trade package here or, or draft compensation package here, which is the benefit of doing just a first-round mock. But bottom line is the Commanders trade back, the Falcons trade up. Uh, the Falcons get quarterback Jalen da- Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Uh, and Tom says, quote, in this scenario, the Commanders have their heart set on Williams. Once he's off the board, they decide to move down. The Falcons are more than happy to accommodate and swoop in to get a quarterback they hope can lead in offense with plenty of talent. Like every rookie quarterback, the reigning Heisman winner has kinks to work out, but his talent is enticing. At number three, the Patriots go Marvin Harrison Jr. Number four, the Cardinals trade back with Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings get Drake May out of North Carolina. Five, the Chargers get Joe All out of Notre Dame. Six, the Giants go Malik Neighbors, the wide receiver out of LSU. Seven, J.C. Latham, the tackle out of Alabama, goes to the Tennessee Titans, and the Washington Commanders come up on the board at number eight and take Olu Fashanu, offensive tackle, out of Penn State, Fornelli says, quote, like Latham, Fashanu is a better pass blocker than run blocker, but Latham is further ahead in that aspect, so I have him slightly ahead of Fashanu now. That said, I love Olu, an outstanding pass blocker who is strong enough to hold up against a power rusher and athletic enough to move quickly and counter speed rushers. He also does an excellent job of diagnosing threats pre-snap and adjusting after the snap, end quote. Now, if this Fornelli draft gets the Washington Commanders, well, we got the Washington Commanders, which is a follow-on third-round pick this year and then a first-round pick next year. And you get Olu Fashanu, certainly a pretty good uh, standing there. Again, what does the quarterback situation look like? That's something that Tom doesn't really address here, doesn't really need to be addressed here in, the, in a mock draft at this stage in the offseason, but certainly another interesting option there from Tom Fernelli. Again, CBS Sports. So that's mock draft Monday, guys. Coming up tomorrow, we'll have more conversation, another position group preview. Uh, we might talk a little bit about Eric Bienemi going to UCLA. So if you didn't hear about that, Eric Bienemi, former Washington Panthers offensive coordinator, assistant head coach, headed to UCLA. Uh, to be a coach over there. So we'll talk about a whole lot of stuff. In the meantime, if you've got questions or comments, throw them in the YouTube comment section or text me by becoming a locked on commanders insider at join subtext.com slash locked on commanders. Again, join subtext.com slash locked on commanders. Don't forget to check out locked on sports today. The first ever 24 seven live streaming channel on YouTube. As always, thank you so much for making a locked on commanders. Your first listen of the day, every day, every day, or thanks for coming through on a consistent basis until we speak again. I'm gonna go charge my spotlight. If you're on about, be safe, be kind. I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.